Would you like a Viking funeral experience? A man awoke to an intruder holding a gun to his head, demanding his cats. And China's first sex doll hotel has been closed down. These are the weird stories for Thursday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian. I'm your host, Jonesy. I got some weird news from around the world. You have some ears. Let's do this. The state of Maine might allow Viking-style funerals. A measure before the state legislature this session would allow citizens of Maine to choose a death ritual that stretches back to ancient times but has largely vanished from modern-day America, outdoor cremations. If adopted, it would let people in Maine choose to go out like a Jedi or a Viking king in a blaze of glory in the open air. Yes, yes, like a Viking, like a warrior, out in a blaze of glory. Anyone who has watched Game of Thrones has seen at least a fictional funeral pyre. Bodies cremated on a bed of timber in a sometimes elaborate ceremony. We've seen these. This is a way of sending off the dead that's still actually widely practiced in some parts of the world, uh, places such as India. But in the United States, there are only two sites where this is actually legal. Both of these places are in Colorado, and only one of them is public. It's limited to no more than a dozen funerals per year. Now, if they pass this bill in Maine, it would allow any nonprofit that possesses at least 20 acres of land to carry out open-air cremations one at a time and to scatter the ashes on the property. Well, I should hope it's one at a time. I, don't, I can't see 17 bodies being burned at the same time. That's a little crazy. Now, this is a good thing because it gives options. I think uh, people too often become very disempowered after death. Usually they turn over the responsibilities and the details to a funeral director, at least in the United States. Uh, you know, this, this is people would like to have some options. We don't have many options. I like this. Now, one supporter of this, a guy in Maine named Chuck, says that one of the real advantages of this is that families and friends could gather for the cremation instead of relying on a business to push a body into an incinerator and simply hit a button. Yeah, I agree. That's that's just a terrible thing. It's like treating the body like a piece of trash, really, at the end of the day. He goes on to say that the outside funeral pyres offer a more respectful option than the cremations many choose these days because people can be present for a ceremony they create. It can be beautiful. At the Colorado site for outdoor cremations, linen-wrapped bodies are placed atop a steel grate inside a brick-lined hearth surrounded by concrete that's a few feet high. Wood is piled under the grate to provide the necessary heat and juniper branches piled around the corpse. Families usually light the flame, something that holds religious value to many Hindus and Buddhists. For those of you who have health concerns related to being around a burning body, you have nothing to worry about. Ivan Vince, an expert in combustion science, looked into the environmental and health risks connected to open-air cremation and found there's nothing to worry about. Vince said that health risks are negligible beyond 500 meters, and even those close up are taking no greater risk than they would at a bonfire the same size. He also concluded that funeral pyres held on woodland sites would have zero carbon footprint. Maine is already the nation's leader in the percentage of people who choose cremation over burial, 
with about three-quarters of Mainers opting for cremation as a less expensive alternative to burial. Green burial options that do away with coffins and embalming are already available, and more and more people are taking a look at them, advocates say. I think it's a wonderful thing, these options. Uh, the whole, you know, coffin and embalming, this is just, an, to me, seems like an archaic way to do it. And, and really not environmentally friendly. I mean, it's bad enough we're overpopulating the earth while we're alive. Do we also have to overpopulate it after we're dead as well? It just seems ridiculous to have all these bodies taking up space. That's just my opinion. I don't know. What do you guys think? And what do you think about the public funeral pyres? Uh, this is something that's a little weird, but I, I can get on board with it. What about you? Call the show, 646-450-2012. A surprised man awakens to an intruder holding a gun to his head and demanding his cats. This happened in Michigan. Well, you've heard of a cat burglar, right? Well, this is a bizarre case. Uh, and it gives a new literal meaning to cat burglar. According to the Lorium Police Department, a man woke up just after four in the morning on Wednesday to find another man pointing a gun at his head and demanding that he give him two cats that lived there. The man who broke into the home without permission took one of the cats before leaving. <laughs> Police believe the suspect knew the homeowner prior to the home invasion. I imagine he did, because he knew that he had two cats. Had to have known him. He's got a personal connection to the cats, perhaps. Maybe he had been over there before. Maybe he played with the cats, and he was like, you know what, I could use those two cats in my life. Now... My buddy's not going to hand him over to me, so here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to put a mask on and go over there and put a gun to his head, pretend I'm robbing him, take the cats, and I'm out. Next thing you know, I have the two cats that I like, and my life is improved. <laughs> what this guy needs to know is that, like, you could just go get cats if you want, man. Does anybody know? I mean, th does everybody know that cats are cheap? You could just go on Craigslist right now and get 12 free kittens if you felt like it. You really could. People are giving away cats. I mean, this is not like a dog situation. Dogs are a little harder to come by. They cost a little bit more money. Uh, a lot more money, you could argue. I mean, people spend $500 on a dog. You ever heard of someone spending $500 on a cat? No, you haven't. Because you could just walk outside right now and just someone will give you one. Because <laughs> there's way too many cats and they're worthless, really. They're, cat owners are like, how could you say that, man? All right, all right. They're not worthless, okay? It was kind of mean. I apologize. But they're super cheap, man. There's no need to be, you know, holding up a guy at gunpoint to take the cat. You can just go get him. You know, above and beyond anything, if you want an animal, just go to a shelter. Whether it's a dog, a cat, an emu, whatever it is, go to a shelter. What the hell's wrong with you? Don't you know that these things can be given away? People are looking for homes for strays. Strays of all sorts. I'm sure there's stray peacocks roaming around. People need a home for them. <laughs> So just go, you don't have to stick your gun in somebody's face, man. I like that he only found one of them, too. That's hilarious. Because cats hide, you know? So the guy was probably like, okay, dude, you can, you can take both cats if you can find them. I mean, I can't find them. They don't even come out for me. I come home from work. I'm like, hey, guys, I'm home. They're like, yeah, whatever. We're not coming out. One of them's under the bed. The other one's in the closet. I don't even know. One of them I haven't seen in two months. I don't know where that cat is. Good luck finding him, buddy. The cat burglar was located by the police a short time later. Thankfully, the gun was seized during the arrest. He was booked at the jail on charges of home invasion and felonious assault. Ooh, felonious. 
The incident is under investigation. <laughs> we spend a lot of time finding out what happened here. <laughs> Give me all your cats! Robbing someone of their cats is like robbing someone of their boxes of frozen pizza. It's just like, <laughs> at the end of the day, it's just ridiculous. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I take it back. I take it back. I love cats. Not really. The first sex doll hotel in China has been closed by the police for reasons that are not convenient to explain. Quote, (laughs) I want to know the reasons. China's first hotel-like sex doll experience shop has once again become a popular topic following its opening two years ago to cater to the sexual needs of male workers at the Foxconn factory in Shenzhen. This time, the news is about the closing of this shop because it was shut down by local police who have not provided the specific reason for the closure. Up until now, the Sextal Hotel is providing men in the area with an experience. They've been satisfied, like 29-year-old unnamed man in Shenzhen. (laughs) He told the media... The one really nice point to the experience with dolls is that there are no limits to your imagination and that you have to wear a condom makes me a bit relieved about the hygiene issue. They charge 188 won per hour with the doll. It comes to about $30 American. The business was doing fairly well for itself by providing services to more than thousands of customers over the past two years. In fact, the owners had opened a second shop in the area which unfortunately has also been shut down. The owner of the place, Li Bo, is quoted as saying, it was unpredicted and totally sudden. Customers ran away before they could even finish their business. The police just came by and was like, closed. I didn't even receive any official notice, nor nor was I told the reason why and how long this closure is going to be on for. What am I supposed to do? Trying to operate a business here, trying to serve the people in the area. These men are working at factories. They're very stressed. They need a release. There's not a lot of ladies around here, okay? I'm providing a service. No one's being harmed here. It's good, clean fun. Everybody uses condoms. We're very hygienic here. Social distancing. And you know what? If you go to a real woman, it's COVID. That's a COVID concern. These people with a doll, you got nothing to worry about. I clean them quite nicely afterward. I I clean them thoroughly. (laughs) Some of that quote was accurate. Some of it was made up by me. We have a law expert in Beijing quoted as saying, this is very odd. As described, it was closed all of a sudden. This happens a lot when police conduct anti-porn efforts. This is a gray zone in the industry, though. I think this case really shows there are some blank spaces on the law to deal with a newly emerged business like this. Sex dolls. It's all new. Yeah, and by the way, sex robots are becoming a thing as well. What do you do about that? I mean, this is something we have to embrace. It's just, it's going to be an option. And what is wrong with it? If it's safe, everything is consensual, I don't see a problem with businesses like this at all. As long as you make sure that they keep to certain safety protocols. Of course, hygiene is important. Absolutely. Uh I don't know. This could be the future of brothels, sex robots and whatnot. And I know there are some people on the other side of the prostitution issue that like to see this, too, because they don't like to see, you know, women in life 
end up there in that position. And so, you know, maybe there can be relief there as well through this business. I don't know. It's a very tricky situation. What do you guys think? Call the show 646-450-2012. I want to thank every last one of you who hit play or download or stream on this episode of Weird AF News and all other episodes that you've ever listened to. Thank you. I appreciate you. Without you, there'd be no show. I would have had to have hung it up years ago. So you're the superstar here. I'm just delivering for you. You are in the center ring, my fellow weirdo, my listener, my supporter. So thank you. I got a couple people who really up their support big time by joining the Patreon. And that is Darlene and Jay Ranali. Darlene, I hope I'm saying it right, or Dearlene. What a cool name, man. Jay Ranali. Hey, maybe we got some Italians here. Eh? We got some fellow Italians here. Eh? What are you talking about? Eh? Well, you want to join the Patreon? Yeah, you better join the Patreon. I'll feed you with some cement shoes, all right? You go swimming with the fishes, eh? I remember a comedian when I first started in Boston who, um, hold on, let me mute this. Uh, who, what the hell? Uh, a comedian in Boston who used to do this joke. He said, uh, I'm half Italian, half Irish, which means I get drunk and wake up in my own trunk. <laughs> Shout out to Mr. Dick Doherty, a comedy legend from Boston. That's, that's, that was his joke, and I always loved that because I'm also Italian and Irish, and that always resonated with me. That guy was a great classic comedian, man. I, I don't know what he's doing now, but. Shout out to Dick Doherty. He gave me a he gave me a lot of chances, and uh, he was a fan of me when I was just beginning comedy. And so I I'm very grateful for Dick Doherty. I wish him uh, health and happiness. I don't think he listens to this, but yeah. Hey, you know this is a platform for me giving shout outs to people who have helped me along the way, like D. Arlene and Jay Ranali. Yeah, you Italian stallions, eh? <laughs> Watch, we find out that they're French. They're like. Hey, John Z, what are you doing, huh? I am not Italian, you know? We are France, you know? We don't like meatballs, okay? We like to smoke cigarettes. <laughs> we do not eat lasagna. We eat uh, tobacco. Uh, well, anyways, now that you guys have joined the Patreon, you can enjoy some of the some of the content that I put in there this week, which has been pretty good. I put a video of me trying something very weird, some weird treat, and I'm going to upload another one today of me trying something pretty weird. So you guys can enjoy that. Check out the Patreon for extra weird stuff from yours truly. Patreon.com slash weirdafnews or go to weirdafnews.com. Now, tomorrow's Friday, so you guys know the day. You know how important that is. And if you have some stories from Florida that you would like to share, just uh, email them to me, funnyjones at gmail.com. You can also share them on Instagram, at funnyjones. Or uh, if you go to weirdafnews.com, there's a button you can click that says submit an article. And then you can submit there as well. So send me whatever you got for Florida Friday. I'm looking forward to that. And have a great Thursday or or Friday, Friday morning whenever you're listening to this. <laughs> I don't know your schedule, silly. <laughs>